The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up. Merry Christmas. I've been, I've been hearing this out in, in the malls and stuff. <laughs> Saturday, December 18th, 2021, the last show before Christmas. I've been working on cigar blends for years, and I thought I'd bring it into you. What goes into making a cigar blend? What are the basics, and what does it really come down to? We're going to dig in today on the Cigar Authority. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, <coughs> now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, so everybody, I'd love to blend a cigar, and everybody always says that all the time, and the work that goes into it, and, and there's one way of doing it, is just get samples from a cigar blend, blender, and they bring it to you. Another way is to actually sit there and go leaf by leaf. I actually do the first one, but there's a lot to it, that I'm not going to sit there leaf to leaf, but it's going to go back and forth and back and forth, and some of them could take years. Like Jonathan, I've done it both ways. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, so I said, this is, again, you got to go back about four months ago saying, okay, we're going to bring it into um, the people in the care package. Care package. Uh, the problem is four months go by. By the time we get the samples, get them out to people, and now here we are doing the show, and Things have changed. Things have moved on over there. So I'm a little messed up. So bear with me as I get through it. You have actually two cigars um, that I sent everybody, two different cigars. Now, when I usually get samples, it'll be a bundle of maybe 20 cigars that we go through. Sometimes even less than that. They'll send six or something when we're really getting down to the nitty gritty of it. Here I am saying to them, yeah, send me about 1,200 of those. And that's where it gets messed up because that, and and we all know manufacturing is slowed down to begin with anyway. Uh, you need 1,200 of each of these as a test. It's not a brand. You've not decided on anything? No. So uh, that slowed things down too. Uh, so I'll get into it as we go on. We have a unbanded 6.5 by 48. And that is looks like a Habano wrapper on it. And then we have a darker one that's a 5 by 52 And I only did this so that they look different to you mm-hmm. en- enough. The size is different. The color is different. So you can determine that. Uh, for me, uh, it always is for me to light up both of them. 
and smoke them side by side to end up mm-hmm. uh, getting where I am. Some people, maybe their brain works differently that they can really pay attention, make some notes and go on to the next one. But sometimes I'll have six, seven cigars going at the same time. Well, because the, your goal is not to come out with two different blends. Your goal is to come out with one blend that you think is going to sell the best at that price point. Yeah. So you have to go side by side and one cigar has to eliminate the other one as a contender, if you will. Absolutely. So very different looks, but uh, just so you know, two of the tobaccos within both of these are the same exact tobaccos. They have been determined already. Those are staying. Two of them inside are completely different, two different ones on each each one of them, and the wrappers are different on both of these, and the wrappers, let's eliminate. Um, what I should have done was actually had the same wrapper on both because you're going to have to do extra work to eliminate Hmm. what the wrappers are but again i didn't know where i was going at that time and here i am at a, at a different point so uh let's i'm, I'm gonna light them both cut yeah. and light them both i don't know what you guys want to do so let's get to it uh it's time to cut our cigars and uh i'm gonna use a different cutter today okay because the lighter has a cutter so i'm gonna go with that it's time to cut our cigar the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. See, I did it twice because. In case I missed. We may not <laughs> cut the other cigars. Ah. We're going to cut them both at the same time. Cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 So I will use this just to see. Typically, I don't like a cutter on a lighter, but this is a guillotine cutter on a lighter. And I still don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing you got plan B in front of you. I do. No, because I don't want it to change anything. I want everything to be exactly the same. I drink the same things. I (coughs) do everything the same not to change up anything. So... A lot more barnyard on the Habano one, mm-hmm. and a little more sweetness, a very chocolatey sweetness on the dark one. So here's the thing. I was able to get a certain wrapper, and I, w- I was leaning towards both these wrappers, and the answer is it's going to be neither of these. So mm. that's what stinks the most of, the, of this whole project, because I got the seven-year-old tobacco uh, that's fantastic, and that's what I'm going to end up using on it. And um, it's going to be neither of these, but it was between these two. Now you have to actually never mind the <laughs> wrapper, which cold draw, you're getting it on your lips, mm-hmm. and you're getting a lot of taste that's on there. Uh, and very bread-like on the Habano one. Two of the same tobaccos in in front, so you you should have a little bit of the same taste there is a component in there and i think it's that that backyard bar barnyard kind of to me even though you know i'm disregarding what's on my lips the little zing that's happening on the maduro Mm. that's not happening on the habano uh it tastes the same to me although those are two other tobaccos that are there on a cold draw it's very very similar we're gonna light our cigar today with the duke by Lotus. The Duke by Lotus features single action and three jets that come alive in with pinpoint accuracy, by the way. Hmm. Fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, 
On the bottom, you've got easy adjustment and, as Dave alluded to, a flip-out full-size guillotine cutter, all for the low price of $69.99. That is the Duke by Lotus. It's not the Daisy Duke. It's just the just Duke. The Duke. They have a shorter version that's called the Daisy Duke. Yeah, single jet. They do not. They do not. He just makes these things up, and then they they uh, they call the the people up at the company, and they say, "You have the Daisy Duke one?" No, no. They told me on the Cigar Authority, you do. Does the Daisy Duke have a big ass tank? On the, all of them. All yeah. of them. And they say, "What's the big ass tank?" <laughs> oh well. They've heard it a lot now. Even retailers saying, yeah. does that come with the big-ass tank? <laughs> if anything's going to have a big ass, it's going to be the Daisy Dukes. I think so. Okay. It's Sullivan, you going to do both too? No? Mm-hmm. Yeah? All right. I am going to do a quarter inch of one and then like the other one. All right. Do a quarter inch of that and then go side by side the rest of the way. All right. Everybody does it different ways. Um, although the bulk of the time when I go with the, with the real blend is sitting with them, they're lined up. Mm-hmm. They're going back and forth and back and forth. It's because it, it's, it's hard to keep track of what we're doing here. Um, okay, we have uh, six shopping days left till Christmas. That's it. It's starting to oh. snow out here already today, snowing. Um, how's Christmas sales going? Great. Great. <laughs> I was getting a text about one of those sales. So, yeah, great. We're going to talk um, on the after show today about what is selling Christmas, how it's going. We'll get deeper into that as we do. But um, let's get to what we're doing here. Uh, so, for me, it's best always to light both cigars and do a side by side comparison. Others like to do it different ways. Barry's doing it a little different. He'll end up this way later on. Um, so today we're talking about the blend. The blend here, I typically start, manufacturers say, what size cigar do you want to start with? Back in the day, everybody wanted to do Coronas. I got off that a long time ago because the Corona doesn't really sell anyway, and why are we blending to a Corona? I want to blend to a Toro 6x50. It may go 6x52, like mm-hmm. the Garofalo ended up doing, it may go to uh, the biggest seller, may go to a 5 by 50 or whatever, but I, if I'm going to make a Churchill, if I'm going to make a Toro, if I'm going to make, make a Gordo, 6 by 50 is the best place for me to go. Again, everybody does it different. Um, today, we're going to smoke the 5 by 52 Dark and a 6 by 48 Habano. Here I am telling you 6 by 50 is the way to go, and neither of them are 6 by 50 uh, purposely done so you could separate the two, especially as you're smoking them along. And now you, mm-hmm. you say, well, was this the six inch? Was this the right 48 or 50 or whatever it's going to go? So they're very different uh, just uh, as you're learning along as we go. Um, today, uh, as I say, I, I got into... Um, the Garofalo getting into that as a 54 uh, changed everything when we ended up making that um, slight change at the very end and saying, yeah. okay, we're going to 50 to 52. Uh, as much as I liked it as a 50, we went to 52, and holy God, what a difference. Uh, when those things change, dramatic things ha- change. As a matter of fact, sometimes, and, and luckily enough, we're not with this case, uh, you go to print bands at 50 and you change the 52 and bands don't reach. You got a problem. When Gordo's happen, and all of a sudden, 
you know, you'll see sometimes you, you peel the band off a of Gordo and you'll see a piece of a little paper, extension extension added to it. Yeah. Um, this was because it wasn't thought out at the blending mm-hmm. time at that time. Um, there are two of the same tobaccos in each of these cigars. That's it. And there are two tobaccos inside the cigar, obviously not the wrapper. You can see that. Uh, the other two tobaccos in it, not the wrapper, are um, the same. Two are different, two are exactly the same. And then you have the wrapper. So those are the five different components. And that includes the binder in there. Um, as we light one... Um, Again, I'm old notes and stuff, so I'm trying to figure out what I have here. The light one um, will not be. Oh, so the the outside Habano <laughs> one, the outside Habano one is actually Cameroon. Ah, not African Cameroon, but it's a Cameroon that was thought early on of these new people that have Cameroon now and said, okay, let's try this with this new Cameroon. Um, I said, I ended up saying no to it. And did you say no to it because you hate all Cameroon that doesn't come from Cameroon, Africa? You have a personal vendetta no, against th- somebody. Listen, this is where it's going anyway. You got to figure out uh, what it is, but that outside wrapper is Cameroon. I thought it was weak in flavor and power on this wrapper. Um, I'm not getting a lot out of it. Now, again, I'm going to have to relight a bunch of times. I'm sorry. I got a prevalent flavor between the two of them of a combination between lemon vanilla, like a lemon vanilla cake on is the same on both of them, but considerably more spice on the Maduro. Mm-hmm. Like that cake was dusted with some white pepper. So you remember cake? Mm. Remember what cake tastes like? Yeah. <laughs> so not the wrapper. The, as far as the Maduro go, the Maduro one is a, is not a Maduro either. It is a sixth priming Habano wrapper. Ah, all right. Uh, the same tobacco that was used on Dave's Fat Finger cigar last month, whatever we call that little <laughs> pig looking uh, thing. That's D- the same wrapper. Dave's chubby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People like that cigar, right? So there's, yes. there's that wrapper, same huh. exact wrapper, on the Doc cigar, which was not a Maduro. It's a sixth priming Habano wrapper. But we still refer Cameroon, to that cigar lovingly as the Maduro Dave. Yes. Um, and Cameroon on the other side, both of which disregard in your blending tastes <laughs> that are going here. Right? This is really messed up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's difficult to disregard. Right. Um, two tobaccos are the same, uh, three are not, including the wrapper. This is a five-tobacco blend. One, uh, the wrapper, um, none of which will be used in the, in the final blend. I picked a different wrapper. I picked a Habano, seven-year-old Habano wrapper. Nice. Um, which I tried on these blends already. Again, I'm, I'm further along than, than I should be. I should be right where you guys are, but it's three months have passed by, and you just know I can't sit around for three months no, as this thing's it. going back and forth. Um, so it's been eliminated. I'll tell you later on, um, you know, where along 
I've been, but I'll tell you right now, the wrapper is changed to a seven-year-old Havana wrapper. Um, the binder, they are different on both of these. The fillers, uh, there are three fillers. Two of them are the same. One is different on both blends. So we're trying to taste now one filler and one binder that's different. Now, I would think because of the clear thickness between the Habano-looking one and the Maduro-looking one, I know it's sixth priming, but because you have a thicker outside leaf here, often blenders will go in opposition with the binder. So if you have a thicker outside wrapper, they have to put a thinner binder in Absolutely there. Absolutely So it'll be a lower priming. It's going to be less prevalent in the flavor category because it's going to be boosting combustion, whereas you're more than likely going to taste more binder in the Habano wrapper because it will be thicker, meaning higher primings. So we're not just doing for taste. We're looking at the combustion of both cigars. Which is great on both of them. So whoever blended these did it did it correctly. That You got a great burn yep. on both of them. So Well-aged wrapper on both. Honestly, I did not like the Cameroon and disregarded it. I love the wrapper on this, the six-priming Habano that looks like a Maduro, and I'm going to use it on a project because it's a winner, but it did not win on the blend uh, because I don't know if it overpowered the flavor of what, what I'm trying to do with the inside. Over. Give me a close-up on this this burn here. So for people that are watching on the YouTubes or the MeWees or wherever, if you look where your ash hits the wrapper, there's a little bit of a black soot line or a mascara line, as Dave likes to call it. I, I honestly don't know why he says mascara, but he does say that. Uh, that the thinner that is, the older the wrapper is. So this is clearly well-aged wrapper on both cigars. So when a manufacturer says to us, uh, we have this five-year-old wrapper, and you look at it, and the, there's a thick combustion line there, you know they're full of shit. Charlie if they're P lying about the wrapper, they're lying about everything else. Our friend Charlie Pataris in the chat room says, too much work. Here's my $10. Just send me to finish the cigar. <laughs> right. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and sometimes it goes on for years. You know, some of these things have gone on for years, and this project has gone on for over a year at this point. Uh, and again, I'm further along than I am. I'm not complete. Uh, whatever this is, is w should be able to come out in 2022. Uh, the tobacco, you got you to source the tobacco to make sure there's going to be enough to do the project initially. And if you're going to have a continuing brand that's not a one-off project, we want to keep it going. As you go through it, you say, no, I'm going to get rid of this six-priming Habano wrapper, but I love it. Let's not forget about this. This is for another project. That was the interesting thing that happened, and I had gone through it with that little fat cigar that we had, and everybody's saying, I like it. I'd buy this thing. You're not going to buy that overlooking cigar over and over and over. It's, it mm -hmm. can't be a brand, I don't think, that's going to sustain. If you called that Maduro Dave... I think our entire audience is all in on that as their regular regular buy when they place their orders. I could call it Maduro Dave because it's not Maduro, and neither am I. <laughs> See? We're going to have to agree to yeah. disagree. Um, Leper's Hand thinks somebody ought to get Mr. J a real knife. Ah. <laughs> Leper's Hand? Leper's Hand, yeah. That's funny. He's, he's not allowed in uh, Ed Sullivan's van <laughs> when we're driving. <laughs> All right, so so now we gotta really go back and forth. I'm getting some a little bit of pepper on one of them, and I don't know which one as as I go through. I think the darker one is delivering more pepper, but I don't think it's from that outside wrapper. 
I think it's it's probably the uh, that well, other filler. And I know one of the fillers that's in it, and that's very possible uh, of that as we go through. But right now, let's uh, do the poll question of the week. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. This week we asked, do you get notes when you smoke cigars? The options were I pick them up on my own. Yes, but when somebody usually says it first or no, I'm just tasting smoke. You fucking asshole. (laughs) 47% of you say you get it on your own. 35% say you get it when you're told by somebody else first what it is. And 14 of you agree with Bill Burr that you're just tasting smoke. Well, you, if you're doing this, you're tasting two different. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though two of the same tobacco, there's three different components to the hair, and one of them is the wrapper. You're tasting, and, and you can see it, which, by the way, I, I saw a, a very interesting project uh, of blind tasting. Very interesting. We'll talk mm. about that some other time. Uh, you did that many, many years ago. Put the blindfold yeah. on, remember? Just before the stage and everything. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, but as for this blend, uh, we have four primings happening within each cigar. So you have Velado, the lowest part of the plant. That's the first part that comes off. They pick those bottom leaves that are there. Great for combustion. Some of that is in here. Um, Seiko, aromatic. Some That's the next step up. Uh, some aromatic to it and some for combustion. So it's in between for combustion and aroma that happens. Which backdoors flavor. Yeah. Viso, you have aroma and flavor. And then you're moving up. And then you have Lajero, which is strength and flavor uh, that's happening there. So there's the four components. Each one of them have that. You'll see that uh, at least three of the four you'll see in every single cigar. Uh, I don't care if it even says double the hero or anything. Mm-hmm. You need those components that are happening here. Each one of them have that. 20% of each of these cigars has one of those tobaccos. 20% of the cigars has other tobacco uh, that equal 40% overall difference between the two cigars. So there's a 40% difference of these two cigars. Plus the wrapper equals the 60% difference, but we're taking that away, right? So 40% is the same. Of the difference, other than the wrapper, both tobaccos, the, the two tobaccos we're talking about that are different, are Nicaraguan tobacco, but from different plantations in Nicaragua. It makes a big difference. Oh, Even if you're does. using the same seed, which may or may not be the case, where they're grown is totally different. The, when you smoke, for example, you can go across the Romacraft lines and... There are base notes that are the same. You could tell that cigar's Roma Craft blind, whether it's Connecticut on the outside, whether it's the Arpiaca, whether it's the Neanderthal with the San Andreas. You can tell the base notes are the same coming from where he's getting his tobacco. Uh, different plantations in Nicaragua. Um, both are using the same priming, but different seed varietals. In this case. So the seed is different and the area they're growing different, but the same exact um, part of the plant that that they're using it from. They are assembled by the same person, the cigars. So it's the same exact. Don't take the roller out of it. Take the factory out of it. Yeah, the drawer is almost identical. Uh, And it's made in Nicaragua, but not necessarily all Nicaraguan tobacco. I told you one of them was Cameroon. 
but it's dis it's discontinued anyway, but not necessarily uh, that. So uh, as we continue to smoke, um, can you pick up what I'm laying down here, the differences of skipping the wrapper, the other two tobaccos that are in there? I find one of them to be a little bit smoother and more balanced than the other. So, you know, I don't know if that's the, the different tobaccos working better in one blend versus the other blend. Most likely, yes. Which one, Barrett's? But uh, he's talking about the 6x48. Yeah, the Cameroon is much more balanced. Much it's sweeter. sweeter. It's sweeter. Plantain chips I'm getting on the flavor mm. profile. Um, right now, I'm leaning in that direction. I wish they were the same wrapper. This is really messing mm -hmm. me up. Um, the, I disagree with Barry 100%. Uh, the six priming Habano is more balanced for my palate. I like that little finish of the pepper that's happening that goes along with They both have gotten more floral than um, early on. It was more acidic like the lemon, but now it's more, more floral. Like real vanilla, you get some more strength on the on the one that looks like a Maduro. It's a little. It's got. It does have a little bit more power, but it's little pepper, a little stronger. One point. It, if if the Habano's a five, the the sixth priming is a is a six. It's not. There's no killer. It's an here. interesting tobacco that's in here that I want to use on something. That's not a on something or in something in something <laughs> in something. Um, it's good that you don't know. I've asked the, uh, you're on the YouTubes, I asked the poll, which one's more balanced, the dark one or the lighter one, or the same? Yeah. So we'll get that in a little bit. Yeah, I'm bit. sure that won't be skewed toward all the uh, people who bow at your feet. My people. If they were the same, you'd see what a difference these two tobaccos make if, if they were different wrappers. Try to disregard, I think it's easy enough to disregard the Cameroon, because it's so... It really isn't adding flavor. much. It's yeah. not adding much to, as far as the flavor yeah. goes. So that was an elimination right off the bat that I say, I'm not getting anything from this, because I tried this in many, many... Beautiful, though. Yeah. The burn is, is impeccable. Whoever rolled them did a really good job as far as the draw goes. Looks good, but doesn't add to the blend at all, is what I got there. Uh, the Dave, Jim Miller wants to know, if have you said what you're going to use this for, what line of cigars... I did not say. You didn't say. No. Are, are you going to say? Just say it. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> what, are you going to wait until the number three comes up? <laughs> so everybody knows on the notes we have number one, and we hit all the bullet points on number one, and now we've just finished number two. An, an old brand. So is number the, three the, the one where you say? An old brand that's sitting dormant. Um, well, maybe it's not. Do we, do we even have any of the old no. ones? If, if it's what I think it is, you've... We've been yes. doing this. Yes. <laughs> What's that? The sign of the cross you're doing yeah. there? <laughs> you know, you know what that means? I have no idea really. what that means. I, I could draw it on a piece of paper. <laughs> ah. Ah. Is that what you were thinking? No. <laughs> right. That's what the idea is. LM. LM. Yeah, we've already smoked something that's going to become LM. No, it's gold star. I fucking drew a star. <laughs> I know what that is. Oh, all right. <laughs> I thought it was the LM that, that, no, that we no. were working on. No, that's done. So fucking confusing. That's done. 
I'm in his office every day, and I still have no idea what he's talking about. Too sometimes. many projects going on at once, and you, you kind of forget about some of them because it'll be another two months before the next samples come in of what it is. Did, I, I gave you one. It was a 6 by 50 and it had a little, little, little thing on the top. Yeah, yeah, different from that, though. And that's where I am now. That was fantastic. Yeah. That's where I am now. I got to relight this. Sorry. What a shame on that uh, that Cameroon that, that, I mean, could you could you drop the primings a little bit on the stuff on the inside and just make a really good mild cigar where that wrapper could shine? I'm not trying to make a mild cigar here. And listen, so p- put that aside. Are you liking the two tobaccos inside the Cameroon one better? No. You're not. No, no. The darker one is the better of the two cigars. There's nothing wrong with this one. I would be happy to smoke that. I'd say $10 cigar all day long, but I'm going 12 on the, the sixth priming Habano, the darker one. So on the balance, the uh, 59% say more balance on the lighter one, 35% on the darker, 6% same. Next question we're going to ask during the break is which one has more flavor? So we'll get yeah. that when we come back. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, there are no, there are non-negotiable standards when it comes to blending. I'm going to go over with them with you and tell you what both of these cigars have in common. Creating a blend for a cigar, that's what we're going through with you. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. 
Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Steve's going to probably beat me up on this and saying it's not the way I do it, but everybody does it different. Goes through the process, and uh, maybe this is boring to people. Whatever, it is a boring process that everybody says they want to do it. It's a long, drawn out. It's a long time. And, and if you think the first thirty minutes, try try doing it, you know, for eighteen months. Of going through the process. It's a long way to go, and then at the end of it, the cigars rest and stuff, and you're still not 100% happy. And then you see people tweaking blends and stuff like that that happens. It's a long process, but what the hell, I thought, let, let's throw this in here and let you, let you at least see what it's all about, and maybe turn you off to, uh, I want to be a tobacco blender. <laughs> so quickly, now, before you get to that, we asked which uh, has more flavor before we went to break. And overwhelmingly, darker is beating the lighter one, 73% to 27%. All right. All right. Flavor is a big part of it. Um, all right. Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary weekend. I'll tell you about that one last time. I think we can fill this up uh, in the next week. Um, April 1 through 3, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2022. It's a Friday through Sunday. Uh, it's a cigar adventure. You're going to get two cigar breakfasts, one cigar lunch, two cigar dinners, 14 cigars at least, prizes and surprises. Um, you'll stay at a host hotel. We'll tell you where that is, which is not far from where we are right now. And we'll have shuttles pick you up and drive you around. Driving the shuttle will be us four. And we'll play a little game with that. The who you're gonna I wonder drive if I with. have enough inflated mattresses that I could just bring my shuttle to my house, and everybody can just stay over my house. <laughs> yeah. 
we will visit America's Stonehenge uh, and learn the beginnings and origins of cigars and explore the Native American Indians and the Taino Indians and, and smoke, smoke Atabay cigars with all of them Nouveau from United Cigars. We will have a winner-winner fried chicken dinner uh, with Mr. Jonathan stolen mac and cheese. We're going to do the, the Cigar Authority trivia. We're going to have a classic three-way competition and some smoky karaoke if you want to jump in on that. You'll meet the Ashholes and sit in on a taping of the broadcast here at yeah. Studio 21. You, you met the Ashholes this past week, didn't I did. you? I did. Well, you were away. To, yeah. You, you went to um, Bethlehem. 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 New Hampshire. The <laughs> did they have the baby Jesus uh, prominently displayed? I didn't see the baby Jesus did, at all. Did you smoke one? Did no, I didn't have it. I forgot to bring one. Oh, okay. You're a disappointment at some. I am. We have lots of live music, and Jason Land, the, the guitar ninja, will be joining us. He's flying up from California, and he's gonna <laughs> we're gonna rock out with him. He's gonna join Sammy B, your brother. Yep. And the cigar band. We have uh, um, a Garofalo pizza. I pie. get it, because cigars have bands, bands on them, yeah. and they're also playing music. That's it. That's punny. Uh, that's punny. I didn't get that before. Jonathan Ted Hughes says that he bets you have plenty of inflatables. Yeah, but I was talking about mattresses. <laughs> oh, all right. I think the sheeps are, I don't think I'm bringing those out. We're going to have a pizza competition, see who has the best pizza, uh, Garofalo's uh, Pizza Party, and we'll have the 12th anniversary broadcast in after show uh, right here, and you'll be part of that. We will launch the Cigar Authority's first anniversary limited edition cigar really we'll be here for that and it'll launch so if you're interested uh 399 per person uh tickets are limited we have a dozen tickets left or so and you will contact the cigarauthority.com that is correct you'll see it on the right hand side you click it and you sign up and then we get you all the information after it's i know it's uh at the end of december april's a long way away but there's only a dozen tickets left and a few people have asked uh, for the uh, code to stay at the hotel that have already signed up. Yep. That will be forthcoming. Uh, there will be a group email sent out to let you know how to go about doing that. Yeah. So we, don't we, worry. We haven't forgotten. Yeah. Yet. We put the rooms uh, blocked together. It's $129 a night for the room. It's been agreed upon. And uh, double occupancy if you want. Take the room to yourself if you want, whatever you want to do. Uh, but... Um, they're going to give me a code or something like that to do it, and it'll be under the Cigar Authority, but there's some sort of code if you want to go yeah. online to do it, which they haven't provided me yet. Uh, good thing to remember to be on top of. Uh, okay, moving on with Smoking Boat Cigars, let me ask you this. Which one do you think you're drawing on more often? Are you going back to one? I definitely am smoking the Maduro more. I'm trying to be more mindful of puffing on the Habano one. More. I so was doing. I even. was doing it too. So I ended up putting the Maduro down only because I was going to the Maduro more often, subconsciously maybe. Something about to the burn. Something to look at when you ash. If there's a cone at the end, assuming that you're smoking both cigars the same, I find that the Habano, the lighter one, cones more. So I think that the combustion of the, the combustion binder? is not as good on the lighter one as it is on the darker one. Okay, binder. In a rat, in a filler tobacco. Those are the two different aspects that's happening here. Uh, all right, so there are two mandatory non-negotiable standards that have to happen with a cigar. Everything else is subjective, uh, but it must burn. 
Mm-hmm. So cigars are burning well, performing yeah. well is the burn, and they must draw. I got no issues there either. They can have something to do with the tobacco also that you alluded to uh, of the thickness of the tobacco, of certain filler tobaccos or something that's going to... And we know it's the same rollers, so it's not yeah. It's not like they made this one poorly and they made someone else made this one well. It's just the blend does not work as well on the lighter cigar. Yeah. If one draw seems a little tighter... Maybe the fill of tobacco or the bind mm-hmm. of tobacco. Something's thicker. thicker. There's something causing airflow is. problems. And it absolutely is the case. So uh, I'm looking for sweet and strength combination. So that's what I'm looking for as I was gathering this together, uh, much like what you do with food, right? Yep. I'm looking for some strength to it, but I want some sweet component to it because I'm a believer of – I can have a strong cigar if it has a sweet component that calms it down and doesn't overpower You don't want an me. aggressive cigar. You want something that is... Yeah, I can make a, a pepper bomb in all right. strength, but I need a sweet component to it so it offsets it. Sweet and spicy. Yes. So uh, there are four different primings, as I said, in the entire blend. Two different tobaccos other than the wrapper. We're discontinuing the wrapper. Both wrappers aren't going to be used in this project. So what are we looking for? A filler leaf, a binder leaf which one is both on there, and it could get to the point where I think I like the filler on this one and the binder on that, then I got to go to the next thing and, and do, do it up different again. Um, and once again, I have discontinued both wrappers and have figured out the wrapper in and had it both ways on both wrappers. I just, there's no, there was no time to get it to you because that moved on to the next thing. The wrapper uh, is... A Habano wrapper, but it's seven-year-old age. It burns very, very well with both of these yep. tobaccos, uh, and had a, had a little flavor to it. Added a little flavor to it, but it was it was minute. It wasn't. It was more than the Cameroon, but probably less than the uh, dark Habano that we have here. Um, other things to consider: the wrapping, depending on what we use, and now you know what it is. Um, uh, is it fast or lazy? The wrapper itself, uh, is it burning very fast or, or does it go very slow? And how's that going to burn? Again, with, with a cone that could happen in it, could, right. you know, it's going to determine yeah, that. Yeah, I think that you're dealing with a faster burning wrapper binder combination on the lighter cigar and the filler is not able to keep up. It's doing okay. It's not terrible. But if we're comparing two different mm. cigars here, it is not performing as well with that combustion as the darker wrapper did. So this combination on the sixth priming Habano is a better combination than, uh, that's just objectively speaking. I've had cigars that taste so fantastic and just don't work together uh, combustion-wise, and it doesn't happen, and the brand usually dies off. Because when it comes down to it, if, the, if it doesn't burn properly, it's usually a dog. The thing doesn't sell. Uh, somebody that even likes the flavor gets off the cigar brand because right. they don't like the way it's burning. You would think that it's going to have that determination, but we, we taste with our eyes, even as we're smoking the cigar. So the, the burning aspect has to be a big part of it. Let's look at Connecticut Shade, for instance. It's a fast-burning yep. tobacco. Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf, lazy. They call it a lazy tobacco, burns slower. So now you have to have a lower priming inside as the binder to uh, help that burn along. Uh, and then it changes everything. Once you change these things, it changes it. So the plan is the seven-year-old Habano 2000 Rosado wrapper from Ecuador. Uh, 
Again, I tasted it on both blends. It worked. Said Habano 2000. I thought that was the wrapper that doesn't burn. Years ago. Ah, Years ago. All right. That that was Cuba's first attempt yes. at it. Uh, so, again, why put that? Why not put it on the test blend? Because, <coughs> bless you. Thank you, Kobe. Because it was way too long of, of a process by the time it got to that. And th this is, to be able to ship it out to all the people and do it, this is like, very, very tough to pull this off, but I'm doing the best I can. If the, if the show sucks, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best I could do with what, what I ended up having here. So we've made this interactive on the YouTube polls. I asked which is better, aroma and Docker has 53 to 38 percent, with seven be the same. So people like the aroma and the Docker a little bit better. Current question up there: Which one has the better retro hail? Ah. You in for this, Mr. Jonathan? Nope. This is important. No. Nope. Well, at this point, it's important. And I would have to. I, I, you have to do it at this point. I would have to vote for the six by forty-eight on the retro hail. It's it's very interesting. Yes. It's woody and some floral notes. Mm -hmm. It's been floral the whole time. I think the uh, that lighter cigar. A little bit of vanilla cream also on the yeah. retro. See now, now we're starting to switch off, right? Mm -hmm. You're liking the lighter one on as the, a retro heel. Yeah. It's now, interesting. I, yep. Now <laughs> I've just switched off myself, so I was leaning towards the darker one myself. We're getting lemon zest on the Maduro retro. Hill. Well, you're getting. You're also. We're getting into possibly a sweet spot of the Habano. There could be tips in there. That's causing that yeah. boost of flavor. And, you know, what I'll say is Saka kind of has it right. When, when he ends up doing blends, he says it comes down to me and it's me only and that's it. Because too many mm -hmm. um, cooks yes. in the kitchen. Yep. A lot of opinions. Yeah. I've done this with lots and lots of people with other manufacturers and sit there and, and done all day of it and you know you got one guy very strong the other way and a bunch of people are pushing and you're trying to trying to kind of do the math and say all right what's mo more people doing it's got to come down to one person at the end of this thing uh but the retro heel just changed it all you, you got to do it yeah just, I just pushed, sneak it in i pushed a little bit yeah. through my nose yeah it was great <laughs> <laughs> no it changes it changes yeah the, i did it it was yeah it was awesome <laughs> Neither are very strong. No. They're medium. No, one's like a four, the other one's like a five. You would probably say a five and a six. Yeah. <laughs> I was on five and six. And I, and I love the wrapper on um, the Maduro looking one. Mm -hmm. um, Beautiful looking wrapper, yeah. Yeah. Casey Carter says both would be fantastic as a Lancero. <laughs> No. <laughs> they Just wouldn't. No. Nice, nice no, comeback, they, Dave. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Well, speaking of that, uh, do you have thoughts of, well, you probably know how many sizes based on the original brand, Correct. right? Yeah. So I think there was five sizes, mm -hmm. uh, and nothing was over a 50 ring gauge, unfortunately. Because of the time <laughs> yeah, frame. Yeah. Unfortunately, because it was that long ago. Uh, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, 
medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and a Toronto man has created a phallic charcuterie board business. <laughs> the company is called Cacuterie. And the idea came from the 25-year-old businessman while shopping for a board. According to the owner, as I held and stroked the wood, I found myself immersed in their wooden wonder. According to the website, the cacuterie board is handmade from rock-hard Canadian maple with hand-rubbed oils. As cheesy as this sounds, there are other companies that make similar boards, which will create stiff competition. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. (laughs) Uh, The after show uh, will be on on Wednesday. The topic we're going to talk about is Christmas sales. What are they buying? And more importantly, what are they not buying? Right. Yeah. So we're going to go to Jonathan here. He's been on the sales floor other than for the last hour. Yeah, I'm not doing the what are they not buying. I'm not getting myself in trouble. Trouble, yeah. yeah. I'm curious to see how this goes compared to what's been selling online. Ah. Mm. All right, yeah, you can add mm-hmm. to that online sales. Pretty much slowed down the online thing now? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Yesterday was uh, still brisk. All right. They got problems now, shipping problems. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the post office is better than they were last year. Instead really? of taking eight days, it's taken three or four instead of the usual two. So it's definitely better than it was last year. But if you want to get in in time for Christmas, go UPS expedited, either three day or two day to guarantee it. Do it now. Do it now. Hmm. Now's hmm. the time to buy. Uh, Go go to your brick-and-mortar retail shop and freaking buy retail. 100%, especially with everything going on right now. Support the the guys that might be struggling. Shop local. Absolutely. Barry, your friend Warren Brooks says you're a (laughs) 13-year-old trapped in a grown man's body. Yes, I am. We we had Christmas parties. Overgrown man. (laughs) We had Christmas parties this week in the stores, and uh, after... Uh, everything was said and done. Five of us sat in a circle. We had a drink the other night, Dave included. And, uh, That's right. Dave will tell you I definitely have the uh, humor of a 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. That was a nice night. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was a break. I said, is, is that what being in a cigar bar is like? <laughs> what it is? Yeah, it's pretty much. So you guys had it. another party and you didn't invite me. Well, I didn't know. You, the traitor. No. I didn't know there was a party. I, at the end, there. It was uh, suggested by Jessica. Everything's cleaned up, and then some bottles came out, and I go, mm. What's going on? You're going to stay for a drink? And I'm like, Yeah, all yeah. right. Jessica's huh. like, I want a drink. Let's all have a drink. So we huh. no one, I had a rough drink. day that day. No one sends me a text. I could have been there in 22 minutes. <clears throat> you could have been there. Anyway, right? You know the party was. Oh, you had you. you I had my own party. Your party was over. Still, was I invited to that after hours (laughs) thing? I didn't have an after hours thing. You could have. You could. You should have. You should have been the manager and said, "Hey guys, yeah, let's stay for." See, I would have shot you a text and said, "Hey, why don't you come on over? (laughs) We got a little thing going on." By the way, the uh, chat room is equally split on the retro hail fifty fifty on the darker and lighter. All right, all right. Uh, all right, people say that the wrapper has the biggest impact on the blend. I do not necessarily agree with that. One reason they think that is that it touches their lips, uh, but that's not the only reason. Um, it's less than a half of a leaf of what's wrapped around, and it's typically a thin leaf, not, not so much on this Habano one, but the impact of the blend is uh, what I'm concerned about of the flavor of the filler and binder in this case. So the binder... There's two different in these blends. Habano 2000, the Habano 2000 wrapper that we're going to end up using is kind of um, an in-between type of wrapper between the Connecticut Shady and the Broadleaf. It's not too thick or too thin, uh, so it's between fast and lazy. It should be 
combustion should be like how, how I like to make love at a medium pace. Okay. Okay. The combination of the binder, one of these two, um, they're two different binders mm-hmm. that are on here, will need to carry the burn of this blend uh, as the Lajero in the center of each burns slow. Um, and that's not going to change. The Lajero that's in both of these blends is Pennsylvania. Mm. Gotcha. So it's in there. Um, it burns slow. Because it's Pennsylvania, because it's the Lajero pot, so it, it burns this, even slower. The darker one is not struggling at all, so I'm going to say that the binder is a better binder in the the sixth priming Habano versus the lighter one. And there's a little bit of a cone there. A little. It's yeah. a, it, it's a good cigar, yeah. but I'm just saying we're comparing apples to apples here. I think that the sixth priming Habano has a better binder to combust that Pennsylvania broadleaf. Okay, so now we know the wrapper is the Habano 2000 wrapper from Ecuador. That's been determined. We don't have it on either of those cigars, but you know what it is. You know you know that tobacco. Yep. The binder, uh, one of these uh, two, we're going to have to pick one of these two. The filler, we have two Nicaraguans. A Viso is one of them, and a Seiko grown in Jalapa has been determined. So there is a Seiko grown in Jalapa, that's in both of these. It's already been determined. And the Pennsylvania, which is in both of these, have been determined. The other tobaccos have not been determined which one. So we're, we're trying four different tobaccos, but I think the combination is correct. I don't think we're going to take one of them out here and one of them out right. there. I don't think. Uh, I'm pretty sure because I had the next step with the Habano wrapper on it in both blends, and I'm like, okay, those are them. Now it be a determination of those two, I think, um, and I smoked them all, unfortunately. But huh. more is coming right. to make the make a, 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 a final decision. I hope um, I have blends with the correct wrapper on them coming to me immediately following this process, I, and I'm and I'm sure the guy making them is probably listening to see where I'm going. But I don't know in, until you end up sending me. Uh, getting this out to everyone has been uh, a slowdown process. It's been three months in between each one. Even when I say it, it becomes three months, even for samples. So uh, it's a long time bringing them there. Uh, maybe by the time um, April comes with the people uh, that are going right. to be here, we can. one of the cigars we can have is where I'm at at that point, uh, I hope. It's, it's January, for the lack of a better thing, that's April. Right. I got three full months. I think I can pull it off. Uh, do you see some of the issues that need to be addressed on this as we're smoking it? Uh, it's not just the taste, but the burn, the draw, everything we have to look at at this point. Uh, I did not receive the next final batch or, or what hopes to be the final batch coming. Um, but does anybody think, okay, we have a problem here? Well, <clears throat> You're getting more bitter, metallic, minerally components on the lighter one as we're getting down, as I'm getting down closer to the end, that are not present on the darker one. I think they, the lighter one's out for me if I was making that decision. And you had to heal them. Both of them. I think because the darker one. I was leading towards the dark until I retrohaled, and then I said, wow, it's the lighter one. I think the darker one's a little bit underpacked, but that could be because the lighter one is overpacked. 
but the ash is definitely holding better Certainly and stronger. Certainly the, the tobacco yeah. on, the, on the darker ones. Uh, but I'm with you. I'm leaning toward the, the lighter one. Which that's not where I was at the beginning of this. Yep. Um, okay, this process has been going on now. When I wrote this eight months, it's got to be nine months at least now at this <laughs> point, um, or 10 months probably. Um, my At this point, when I was receiving this, my most worry was the binder at that point. I think it's okay. Either one mm, would sure. end up being okay. Uh, one of the fillers the combi in the combination now, uh, remember I still want to keep the flavor to sweet. Sweet and spicy. And spicy and medium bodied. You don't have any spice coming off the mm -hmm. Habano, and you still got a little spice coming off the, the darker one. Ed Sullivan, where are you right now? I prefer the lighter one. The two um, people I thought would have went to the dark, went to the light. You know, I think the issue is, though, if you are looking to make a stronger cigar, it's not the lighter one. But I don't know how much of that is influenced by the wrapper. Yeah, well, we'll see on, on the next project of it. So that's where I'm at right there. Um, so I don't know what more to go on that. I think we go to break. Just Let's really quickly, do you have a price point in mind? It's being asked in the well, chat room. Boy, that changed as the, as the project <laughs> right. went on. The, uh, and, you know, what, what they typically say is, you know, just, just like uh, having some construction work that this, you know, they gave me prices before and then, you know, this is good for right, the next three months or so. Right, but then you picked all the expensive stuff to put in it. Yeah, as I change. So, uh, listen, it, it's going to be a $10 cigar mm -hmm. anyway. The, the days of getting $7 cigars, <laughs> and, and that's me, that's where I want to be. Yeah, but it's over. I don't, 10 is the new 7 anyway. Yeah. So that's unfortunate of, of there. But um, let's go to break. And when we come back, we went this far. What's next? At this point, we'll go through the next steps as we create the brand. And the Meatball 2022, it will be announced. We'll tell you all about that and how you can get your tickets. You want to just give me the trophy now, or do I actually have to compete in this foolish competition? You have competition? to compete again. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a published author at this point. That's with, right. With my recipe. You are. You are. We're live at the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, 
and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There's a cigar blender that can tell me what I do wrong and stuff. But I usually, I don't, I don't do this 
totally alone. I usually sit with them and go through a lot of it, and then, again, the final decision is mine. Uh, but I don't try to do it all by myself all the way through um, at all. So uh, the meatball, how many times have we done this? It's just like I think the, this is number four. Yeah? Okay. Uh, live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, the Meatball 2022. Uh, do I have a date? Yes. Friday, January 21st, 2022. Um, the evening will include Garofalo pasta and five different meatballs. You'll be the judge of your favorite meatball, the people that go. And uh, it also includes salad, garlic bread, and dessert, and three Garofalo cigars. See what I did there? Yeah, pasta. Just to be clear, you're not making the pasta. No. No, no. That's it's some a real other. pasta called Garofalo pasta out of Italy. Sensational. Hmm. No, no to, to my knowledge, uh, I, wrote, I wrote to them yeah. to see if there's anything. They're in the area where uh, my family comes from, but who knows? Hmm. Uh, it's featuring our 2021 champion, Oliver Nouveau from United Cigars. He is the champion. He beat out Steve Saka. Steve Saka has purchased two tickets already. He says he will be in the audience heckling. Huh. <laughs> uh, we will have him on the show the following day. and he can He's give not us... staying overnight, though. No, he's not no. allowed no. to sleep over, <laughs> but he'll be here the next day. Um, two reasons. He can, he can bash... Uh, whoever wins or how it went and that his meatball would have won if it was there and you know where he's going to go. But also we did a show with Mickey Pegg um, about what does it cost to make a cigar brand. We got nothing out of Mickey Pegg. (laughs) Nothing. We got less than nothing. He avoided the question. Yep. And as much as it aggravated me, Steve Saka was listening to the show, even though he doesn't listen to the show, <laughs> right. and called up and said, you got nothing out of him. Let me do the show. Let me do it. So we looked, and I said, you're coming up for the meatball anyway. Let's do it the next day. So he'll be on the 22nd. And he said, I will tell all the numbers. I will share everything with everybody. So let's see if he ends up uh, doing that. But Oliver Nouveau put a little surprise on his 2021 meatball. And it gave him the victory, but Oliver plans to change it up this year. He has another trick up his sleeve, which will go into his meatball. So we'll see. He's big on stuffing things, right? He made that meatloaf with a pork loin inside of it. Crazy. Yep. Uh, Michael Cappellini, the brand ambassador and most for the most famous Italian cigar manufacturer, Toscano Cigars. Michael knows Italian, and he knows a real Italian meatball what it should be, and he's going to make one that he said is going to win. We will be Whoa. the judge of that. Huh. So that's a tough one. It will be the newly married Michael Capolini. Yes, he will. Who I think huh. get married at Christmas or uh, New Year's. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. New okay. Year's Day. Uh, Jonathan Carney uh, is a chef and vice president of sales for La Florida Dominicana. Jonathan has competed before and says he learned from his loss, and he will be the one to beat because he's bringing his A game. Jonathan Carney. Yeah, the, all the other meatballs that he made did taste a little bit like dog food. <laughs> so hopefully these wow. taste like meatballs. He tried to incorporate Steve Sock. He brulee. He brulee a meatball, yeah. He put sugar in it. Yeah, weak. And brulee it. That's why he lost. Yeah, he was just trying to make a point. <laughs> and he lost the competition because of it. Common Odessa. He uh, is a 
employee here. Yeah, already shit talking. Yep. Uh, he will be the local resident Italian. Uh, not only knows a good meatball when he sees one, he can make a great one, he says, and he is shit talking and says mm. he's going to win this thing. Kind of no looks problem. like a little meatball. Here we go. <laughs> Do you think anybody will just take Jonathan's recipe from the cookbook they could. and make that? They could if they want to come in last. It might be an execution problem. I'm not. sorry. I believe that the recipe in the cookbook says fourth place meatball. It's published that way yes it is that's not last i i think you're going to lose by your biggest margin going based upon who you're going up against this year that's, i'd like to be wrong i like i like when the deck stacked against me the competition was too wussy the last time now it's some manly italian competition <laughs> i'm bringing i'm not bringing my a game i'm going whatever the level is above that a plus mr jonathan uh, has been squeezed this, in this competition <laughs> since the inception and barely squeezed out a tie for fourth place last year. But he believes he's finally figured it out and plans to finally take the title. I'm putting Alpo the in the mix John. this time. I'm actually putting <laughs> Alpo in because that's what these 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 taste testers want. No, they, they want don't. dry, crusty, gross meatballs. <clears throat> you know, we had the morbid, morbid conversation before the show. Kind of about a mercy killing type of thing. You think you would mercy kill Jonathan by now and save him the embarrassment of constantly? Oh, I'm showing up with meatballs either way. He already knows that. So there's either five competitors or there's six because there's right. going to be a tray how, of my how about meatballs. This? If you don't come in third or better, nope, you're out. I'm showing up time. with meatballs. Say whatever I, you want. I think he can stay in until it's his birthday again. <laughs> yeah. And so what's that? <laughs> seven years? Off, yeah, it started off as his birthday anyway, but. Obviously, the day changes. Fifty nine ninety nine is the ticket. The Meatball twenty twenty two right here in Studio twenty one, a two guy smoke shop. And the date again is Friday, January twenty first, twenty twenty two. If you're hearing this now, call the shop and get your tickets because they will sell today. Right? Yeah. These things go real fast. Six zero three eight nine eight two 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 one is the number to call for your ticket. 603-898-2221. It will sell today. Mm. You've been warned. It'll be over. That's it. Okay. Um, all right. Moving along. Uh, what is next now? We've gone this far with I mean, the blend. We, we are moving through this at breakneck speed. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, I asked the chat room which one they would purchase again. Yeah. Uh, I gave the option of the darker, the lighter, or the neater. Uh, the lighter is winning 56% to 39 with 6% not really liking either one. Really? Numerous people said I should have... How many percent don't like either? Uh, six. six. Oh, that's low. Yeah. yeah. Numerous people said I should have offered both, but that's not the point of this experiment. Right. right. That doesn't help us. Uh, so after the the blend is agreed upon, I'm going to take your information you have here, deal with the next thing. How long before you have to write a check for $36,000 uh, for bands? After you decide on the blend. You're not getting those bands again, are you? Well, he can't, no, I'm not going to do He can't use Garofalo bands on Gold Star, and so no, no, it doesn't I, work that I meant way. from the expensive place. Within. Now it's a $12 trade. cigar. Yeah. I mean, could I possibly have this in time for the trade show? No way. No way. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'll get the bands within three months. Maybe, I'll, order, I'll order the bands. With the maybe you could with. take your hand-drawn star there and just yes. turn that into that, a band. That'll be it. Be uh, beautiful. Well, you know what sucks? So I knew about Steve Saka's um, star. Stillwell. Stillwell star. Even before it was going to be called Stillwell star, yeah. it was going to be called something else star. And he's 
you know, tasting it with me, and we're going through all this process, and he shows me renditions of the star, and I go, oh, and I show him Gold Star that's been out for 25 years, and I said, kind of looks like this. He says, I don't care. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't asking for your permission. You should be asking. And it's a damn good band for Gold Star, but... Uh, so I There's gotta, no confusion to the public there. One now, has pipe tobacco in it, the other one's a regular cigar. The thing is, it's going to look upon as Garofalo came out with Gold Star after Saka puts out star, Gold. Yeah. That it doesn't even say it, it's just a Gold Star on yeah. it. Um, but maybe I get a, a little percentage of his sales, who knows, <laughs> that, which would be good because he's doing really good with it. Um, so after the blend is totally agreed upon, more samples will be made and set aside to rest for three months and then tried again. Because it changes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm testing cigars basically off the, off the floor. And you do, you do have to put some of that ammonia aside, and you can get pretty good at telling what yeah. a blend is going to taste like. However, there's a big difference between fresh samples and three-month-old samples. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Scott um, Mazarki says, perhaps a Cigar Authority blend and listeners submit designs for the band. Yeah, that's okay. So if you're going to make something for Cigar Authority, why not let the listeners do the band? Well, this is not for the Cigar no, Authority. No, not this one. Oh, for the Cigar Authority one. Is that done? <laughs> you really Just have send too it much going on. <laughs> I do have too much going on. Send us whatever you want to send anyway, but that might be in the works already. I'm huh. pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it is. Um, okay. After the blend is totally agreed upon, more samples are made. If the cigar still performs correctly and tastes uh, fine, it goes into production from samples to all sizes at that point. Again, we're just dealing with a 6x50 at that point. We know we have five sizes. They'll make them all. Uh, We'll check all those blends because one of the blends may have to be tweaked at that point. Of, you know, all of a sudden you got a Robusto or you got a Gordo. I don't think there's a Gordo in it. But whatever it no. is, it doesn't work. Um, then uh, we move to the band design, box design, bundles, box count, printing. Uh, that happens. Now, do you want a pigtail, flag cap, triple cap, rolled in two bar, um, or folded, open foot, closed foot? The cigars are aged. Those are all made. They're aged at least three months before they're banded, stamped. Uh, put in the box, imported, uh, but wait, that's not all. Upon receiving them, they now go into a freezer, sub-zero freezer, for three days. They're brought back to room temperature. That takes another four days, so we have a week after that. Then they go back into the humidor for another 30 days, then sold. Hmm. You can see how months and months and months, Very that, something like this. And that's how we do it. I know people are going to ask, why do they go in a freezer? <clears throat> because they have to get to us somehow. So what's going to happen, especially if it's in the summertime at that point, that it gets to us and then it's on a UPS truck, docks out of Miami, comes to us, and it's very hot inside there. And then there's microscopic little eggs on any leafy vegetable, anything, those things could produce a worm that could start eating the tobacco. Yes, you could uh, spray pesticides or something on it. We don't do that. So we put it in a deep freezer, cracks the egg, cracks, kills anything that happened. We're talking, is it 10 below zero? At least. Yeah. 
whatever it is, we got these freezes mm-hmm. that we put through, and, it, and whatever it is, it's damn cold. And very common practice. 99% of the factories do this. Yes. So. And when it comes to stuff that's coming in for me, just in case they didn't, we're going to do it anyway. It's another week. Um, last thing you want is trouble like that. And that's why limited releases are not really limited cigars. They come from something else because the process is so long. It's so, it's so weird when you hear a company come out and say, I'm making these five packs. We're only making 1,000 of them, 5,000 cigars. There's no freaking way you're going through this whole process and making a, a blended cigar. It existed as something else in the past, and we went into that a little. Uh, then look over the true costs. And then we have to price them at that point. Now, I have an idea where I want the pricing to go, but then there's, oh, surprises. The new federal tax is this. Oh, it came in here. A shipping of a container used to cost $6,000. Now it's $20,000. All this goes into it. Oh, cigar bands used to cost $6,000. It was $32,000. Oh, my God. These things all add up and, and get in there. So I have the idea, and then it comes down to it and say, nope, the cigar's not 10 it's 12 or whatever it ends up coming i don't sit on tobacco myself for the blends i give that the direction to the blender uh to take direction on the blend i'm looking for tobacco that i can get on a regular readily basis. available is yeah. huge uh <clears throat> i'm just a customer when it comes to it uh then they're finished they're marketed they're promoted they're sold uh it's just not blending it starts from the seed all the way over and over forever, and uh, it's a long process. And then the cigar comes out at $10, and you say, wow, $10 is a lot for a cigar. <laughs> Just look at that. Never mind the seeds and all the way through the process. It's, it's nuts. Um, but that's how, that's how it works. Right now, it's time to ask the Don. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. They're mellow and smooth. (laughs) They're built for every man's everyday enjoyment. That's Don Rafael Cigars. And this week's question comes to us from Christopher via the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hi, guys. This past weekend, I had a cigar that had bad tar buildup. I was told to usually cut some more off and it'll be fine. However, after I cut off a bit, there was still some tar and I couldn't shake off that taste. I was wondering what your take on this is and why there is tar buildup. And what do you guys do when you come across cigars that do that? And that's terrible taste when, when it comes oh. out. A little juice at the end of yep. the cigar or something that goes. One thing is, before it gets to that point, you exhaust the cigar. Mm-hmm. You blow out. and then Every so often, yeah. you really should blow through mm-hmm. the chamber to kind of uh, clear it. It doesn't happen often, but when it does mm-hmm. it, I, I do exactly what he says. Okay, let me try cutting it off. That doesn't work, and then it's, it's over. It, it seems like tar buildup happens more with a bullet punch, which is why I'm against mm-hmm. using them. Right. Bullet punches, but also fuller-bodied cigars. Mm-hmm. If you find that it has a snug draw, you may not have as many airways coming through that mm-hmm. cigar, so the tar is going to build up more readily. You just have to be careful and, and know to exhaust it that's, throughout that's your That's the nastiest taste. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I hate when that happens, but you, you did what I would have done, you know, exhaust it, cut it off, and if, if it doesn't work... You got to let it go, and that's the end of that. Upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority um, next week: top-rated cigars in the Cigar Authority history. It's a Christmas episode, uh, Christmas Day. Uh, there it is. The show will be there for you, as will January first. Mm-hmm. January first episode um, will be the cigar of the year. We will make that announcement. Final decisions huh. are made right now, 
uh, trophy will be ordered. We will announce the cigar of the year, and I have a new coin story for everybody. Really? Oh, God. A new coin story. Did you hear the groaning from the audience? I heard it, but this one, you're going to be happy with it. It's them. awesome. I mean, it's I good, right? It. Yes. Barry, when does the voting end on cigar of the year? Uh, Monday. Monday. All right. Yeah, I got to... And I'm, I'm on a Monday with the trophy and the whole bit. The voting, as tight as it is and everything, is not the final no. determination of what no. it is. I, I think we have a winner. And but unless something goes awry, because yeah. you gave me the most recent <coughs> yes, numbers, numbers. Um, I think we have a winner unless something dramatically changes. Um, and January 8th, we're going to beat up the top 25s that are out there of the other people because they're beating us up already on our contenders. Sold out, by Did, the way. Sold out. Did you see Aficionado's not doing their top 25 <clears throat> for another uh, 23 days? Hmm. Really? Yeah. All right. They had the countdown, so we won't be able to beat them up on the 8th. I think oh. Cigar Journal's down to their last seven or eight. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and then we have the State of the Cigar Industry Address on January 15th. Uh, where we will announce the 2022 firecracker also. Really? Yeah. Saw some pictures of that, had some samples. It's hmm. pretty... Uh, I, I got big. a sample and you didn't yeah, send me Yeah, I don't recall one. having Can any samples. Sample? No. No? No. Wow, this is like... Uh, Might have you want me to bring you cookies and you don't give me cigars. <laughs> Brett gave us a thing. Yes, he did. Yeah, maybe... Uh, during yeah. the next break, we'll uh, check that out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Why not? You've been thinking about it ever since? Ever since it was put on the table. I hope it's a book. And as I said, <laughs> January 22nd, what does it really cost to make a cigar brand? Steve Sock will join us, and he's going to tell all uh, then. So uh, we are smoking uh, both cigars, and where are we now? Is there any changes? And do, do you – we're getting two hours out of – where are you when you're Oh, my I, I, goodness. Yeah, I put my Maduro down. I'm focusing just on the uh, lighter one right now. I put the Maduro down because I'm burning my fingers, so I had to switch over to the lighter one. I clearly like the Maduro one now, better. what I'm getting as I get down here, it's getting a little bitter to me. But mm. again, the young young tobacco, they didn't go through every process uh, of the final thing. So you got to get past that, too. Start pushing, you know, these cigars are maybe two months old at this point. It's it's too young, you know. You'd say at this point, okay, it's a little little young here, but uh, get past that too, because you won't receive it like that. It'll, it'll only be better. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, uh, you will pick your choice finally of uh, which one you like the best. And uh, those that are watching live, we want to hear yours too. Put it on there. Give us your last uh, final answer. Um, three letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and more. We're live at the Toscano Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming freestyle live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20th of 2022, 
the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize, Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and we're smoking uh, two undisclosed cigars because they don't, they're not brands yet, but we're uh, talking about blending, what goes into it, 
I don't know if anybody digged this or thought this was uh, a chore. It is a chore. Uh, all those that wish they could imagine going through months and maybe years of the process. Um, it's kind of split in the audience. Our studio audience yeah. is, uh, is split. Our um, It seems... The th- I think the tough thing is that you didn't have... Neither cigar is a bad cigar. They're both good cigars. They're almost... They're very similar to They're each very other. Very similar. But two, when you, two main characters. Are when the you're same. comparing apples to apples, one is going to hit someone's profile more than the other. There is enough difference, and that's the part I find interesting, where the split is. A lot of the guys and girls in the audience that uh, run here. <laughs> <laughs> Remember being downstairs back in the day. That was my grandfather yeah, walking yeah. up. Uh, Just walked up. Not run, you. Run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're almost the same age, but. Um, yeah, the, the difference in the audience of people that I know are fuller-bodied smokers liking the lighter cigar, and it's lighter-bodied, but it hit their flavor profile better. The interesting thing is I know what, what's going on here, and I, I don't want to skew anybody, but the, the stronger tobacco, which is the Pennsylvania tobacco that I want to end up using, is in the lighter cigar, uh-huh. but... You think the the darker cigar is stronger, and it's not. It's the other way around. Huh? Maybe that's why I like the lighter one. I do like the Pennsylvania. That's why. I went, and, and Barry did too. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting <laughs> because you you would want the the darker tobacco and know that this is um, high priming hmm. tobacco that, that this outside wrapper is going to be stronger. That is interesting. I didn't find that's the- why I wished it was almost blindfolded or right. I should or have the, the same wrapper on yeah. it. It, it, I don't know if that determined, but if you, you went with Maduro, I think the winner just, might be the natural. I know you're against it, but... Not against it. I just uh, You're asking me to pick between yeah. the two of them. I liked the darker one better because it had that peppery component, and I, I enjoy a little pepper. It wasn't overpowering, and it did have the sweetness you were looking for. I, li- I like the outside wrapper on this. I'm definitely going to use it, but I think the, the blend where I'm at right now is on the light, lighter of the two. It started off that I was thinking your way, and I switch, switched off later on. That's where I'm going to anyway. Okay, uh, Barry had to step away for a minute, but uh, let's get to you, Jonathan. You've All got right. some uh, Yeah, emails. it's time to give away a prize for the best email of the week. This week it's brought to you by Monte Cristo. you got a rocks glass. you got a hat. You have a pin. You have a billfold. And what's the last thing? Twin oh, engine coffee. Twin coffee. engine coffee. Great Twin coffee. coffee. Great, Colin our, Ganley. Our boy Colin. Look at this. So that's a pretty cool prize there. The first message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Christopher writes, Hi, guys. Listening to you guys for the past few years, I've come to learn you all. And here's what I think. Ed is quite the baker. He is. Barry is a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> True. Oh, wow. Dave is secretly in love with Lanceros. No. Oh. Mr. J is a libertarian. Which brings me yeah. to my observation. I would say you are. Mr. J, as you claim yourself to be a libertarian, a brief summary from Wikipedia believes, leads me to believe that in freedom of choice and auto- autonomy, that does, sentence doesn't make sense, uh, it seems very hypocritical for you to keep the gifted cookies away from the rest of the panel because they're not good for them. Both are on a diet. I was helping. How is it any different from you going off about the government slash anyone else <laughs> making you do something uh, and you don't give away the cookies because you and your sensei deem that they're not good for others. Sensei. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
On another note, ideas for the Cigar Authority weekend. If it's not finalized, oh, a these meal. These are the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> these are the good ones. Van Otis chocolates. Whoa. A meal with Dave's famous wallet order. Oh, yeah. Dinner at Chef Charlie's, if it's still there. And a coin challenge slash token for attendees so that they may have their own coin story. Love the show, and thank you for the knowledge. Keep doing what you're doing, signed Chris. Chris, you, you nailed it. Uh, can I trust you to pass this over? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. <sighs> Following message was submitted through... Isn't uh, chocolate good for you? A personal email. Isn't uh, chocolate directly good for you? to me. I, I know somebody that's into chocolate, health chocolate. Chocolate is not bad for you. Sugar is bad for you. Isn't there sugar in chocolate? This is the conundrum. So you have to get <laughs> super high chocolate, high oh, quality chocolate uh, with uh, super uh, low sugar. Ba- Barry, let me taste the conundrum. Distinguished Cigar Laureate. That's a heavy box. And <laughs> Mr. J. A lot of sugar in there. Oh, my God. You want one? No. Thank you for earmarking April 1st through the 3rd mm. to celebrate the Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary with a three-day event that those of us who attend will never forget and leave those who couldn't clamoring for a chance at the 2023 extravaganza. Even though Dave has polished the weekend's itinerary like his long-lost penny, just like Mr. J, <laughs> it was a dollar piece. I would like to cigar tailor fit for us few more ideas that make the weekend as spicy as Ed's favorite Neanderthals. So how about a game of cookie hide-and-seek hosted by Dave never come between a fat guy and his cookie Garofalo? Or going postal, a road trip where Barry takes us uh, midnight truck tipping at FedEx, UPS, and the U.S. Postal <laughs> parking lots. Maybe a hot mm. boxathon led by Ed, where each shuttle bus competes for the most cigars smoked between venues without a passenger puking. And the Coupe de la Resistance, a group tattoo session where Mr. J and the losers from the games above are emblazoned with a dirty Bruno tattoo. Pictures below. Uh, anyone who'd get a ticket for this additional event, I want to party with you. Smoke on, sign Tom. Is Tom coming? Tom's coming. With, I, a, with a group of people. I understand we have three countries represented so far. Really? We have somebody from uh, Canada coming, somebody from South Africa coming. Please keep Omicron over there. And, uh, in the United States. In the United States, yeah. Three countries so far. Bill writes through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com with respect to airing of grievances. In the spirit of Festivus, I would like to air my grievances regarding the Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan, I suppose some may find your general douchebaggery as quaint, but I think most of us find it a source of annoyance. Your over-the-top flavor descriptions smack of trying too hard to make up clear inadequacies, to make up for clear inadequacies. That's fair. Your general know-it-all attitude, by the way, he spelled no N-O-W, so you're an idiot. Yeah. Your general know-it-all attitude is grating. I only wish we had a front-row seat to the obvious plate of shite that Skip Martin and the wonderful people at Roma Claff just made you eat. That would have made for a great podcast. We we tried to pull that off. We tried to make it the after show, uh, and he disagreed to come on the show. Well, he's busy. He's in Nicaragua. That would be a tough call. Barry, grow some thick skin. (laughs) Your constant griping about customers inquiring about their lace shipments makes you sound like a little girl. Man up. Mr. Ed, or should I say Mr. Benedict Arnold. Ah. Your two-faced treacherous comments from the assholes makes me wonder where your true allegiance is. 
Dave, I used to think that you had true grievances about people stealing your ideas until I listened to the podcast about tobacco taxes in New York State. You literally took Catherine Kelly's example of taxing a car after it was bought as your own idea just seconds after she said it. <laughs> WTF. Now I think you just I hear other people's that. ideas. I, didn't hear <laughs> I did hear her subconsciously, right? You can't Maybe. hear. That's your defense. You are deaf. Uh, and you pass them off as original ideas of your own. Maybe we should all call you Dementia Dave. Oh, it's boy. fair. It's fair. At least Dave made up for it by keeping up with the spirit of Festivus by undergoing feats of strength by doing a push-up with baby James on his back. That was not a push-up. It was. Obviously, it was all, of, all above is in jest. I love the show and wouldn't change a thing about it. Thanks for all you do to enrich our lives and help us escape even just a couple of hours in this crazy world with warmest Festivus wishes Bill. Well, the know-it-all got it right this time. It is number three. Yeah, I'll give him that. That was good. All right. They're all good. They're all good. But number three will get it. Festivus is the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Trying to pull off one of those clubhouse calls on the 23rd. You think it's possible? Oh, a Festivus call? And we can we can air grievances. And, uh, oh, boy. That would be fun. What do you think? Yeah, I'll start writing my list. Well, it's Thursday after being on the sales floor all day and Christmas the 23rd. Yeah. It's up to you. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Ed Sullivan can't get on. I don't know. I might for that if we're really going to air grievances. Well, the, the call's not recorded, so we can say whatever messed up stuff we want, and uh, oh, it doesn't that go anywhere. Fun. Just stays on there. Here our grievances Thursday. I'll, I'll call you know, Dan up and tell him. I could take an extra long nap that day. It's a late you night. You could. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could. We're, we're in. Uh, you guys are busy. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. All right, we got a winner there, and we have uh, plenty of time, so let's get to the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, this is a big one. Is this the last one of the year? No, the uh, one we recorded on the... Oh, yeah, this will be the... the no, last. next week is the last one of the year. The one's it's already done. Yeah. So this is it. This yes. is the, really the last one this of the, the year. This is the last one, yes. You ready for this, Mr. Jonathan? I want you to say you got a problem with it because you didn't have time to <laughs> study. think about it and study. But this is the last one of the year. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> I have seven questions. Seven. And one tiebreaker. Fuck. Mr. Jonathan, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan wins every single time. Who is our champion? I am. <laughs> you ready? Let's do it. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is for the first time on CBS today, December 18th. What year? You're a mean one, Mr. J. 1951. You 51. really are a heel. He actually has a good voice. 61. 61? Uh, 1963. 63. For the point, it's 66. Ed Sullivan, one point for him. Over to Barry Stein. 
Prohibition is ratified. The 18th Amendment to the Constitution authorizing prohibition of alcohol is approved by U.S. Congress and sent to the state for ratification today. What year was that? 1911. 1911, he says, Ed Sullivan. 1920. 20. 1922. 22. Our resident alcoholic will take that. He <laughs> says 11 and 17. Barry gets a point. Ed hmm. Sullivan has a point. Mr. Jonathan's at zero. So far, there's hundreds of more questions. There is. This over to Ed Sullivan. Perfect one for you. Keith Richards, English guitarist and songwriter from the Rolling Stones, is born in Dartford, Kent. Today, what year? Did you know that he shares a birthday with Bobby Keys, who was the saxophone player for a long time with the Rolling Stones? Oh, this sounds like two points for me. <laughs> and that would be 1943. 43, he says. 1942. 42. 38. 38. Two points for Mr. Ed Sullivan. He's Ed an old Sullivan man. should be on a music show or something because that's unbelievable. Yeah, he's stacking the deck in his favor on these <laughs> questions. It's, he got one, just one, so one over to him. It's Keith's birthday. I had Prohibition for uh, Barry. Barry, and I had How the Grinch Stole Christmas for you. Because so. you're a Grinch. It's back over to you. <laughs> I don't Brad, even like Christmas. Brad Pitt, American actor, 12 Monkeys. Fight Club and producer of The Departed, 12 Years a Slave, was born in Oklahoma today. Brad Pitt. 1958. 58. 68. 68. 1961. 61 for the point. It's 63. Mm. Ed Sullivan, four points. Barry has one. Mr. Jonathan, zero. <laughs> Chat room's going crazy just typing random dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, Barry? Yes. Steven Spielberg, American director from E.T., Close Encounters, Jaws. He was born in Cincinnati, Ohio today. Steven Spielberg, what year? 1939. 39. Uh, 1950. 50. I had 39 written down. 39. So what do I do here? I got a tie for a point. Half a point each? No, they no. each get it. All right. Uh, so Mr. Jonathan has a point. What, Barry has what two. What was the year? Is 46. Mm. Uh, one for Mr. Jonathan, two for Barry, four for Ed Sullivan. We have two more questions and a tiebreaker. Over to Ed. All right. The Pink Panther films premiere today, directed by Blake Edwards and starring Peter Sellers and David Niven, uh, with a theme by Henry Mancini. The Pink Panther today. Today? Today. What year? Uh, 1972. 72. 1968. 68. 65. 65. 63. You're all over. 63. No points. Uh, I think we have a winner, but the Pink Panther cartoon premiered today. The same day, but a different year. Really? What year? Was that 1972? 1980. 74. 64, the year after to the oh, day. Oh, really? year after to the day. Uh, and uh, that's it. But I Love Lucy episode shown for the first time at a much later date than expected. The Christmas episode of oh. I Love Lucy for the first time ever. 52. 
No, it was so like a lost episode, 1994. 1987. 89. Another point for Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan is the champion of 2020. Well, that's not entirely won. true because we recorded the next episode already. Who won? I think it was me. <laughs> I have no idea. You already agreed to lose. I didn't agree to anything. Yes, you, you, did. you said, you said what said, you okay, said. Okay. I didn't agree to anything. Yeah, you did. I agreed your, to nothing. Your meatball came in last. <clears throat> Final thoughts here on the uh, blends that we just did. I think it's great that uh, our listeners got a chance to get a little bit of a a window into what it is that goes into making a blend. I don't think it was probably our greatest content as far as uh, entertainment goes, but uh, a lot of information there. Yeah, it's not all fun and games, Uh, and especially if if it's your ass on the line, your money that you're putting forward on it, Mm -hmm. and then going through this whole process, and then then somebody says, oh, I don't like the cellophane on it. Oh, I don't like the the box or whatever, and you went through all this process. That's why when you you bash somebody's brand, they take it so personal, and you say something about somebody's company, Mr. Jonathan, and they they have a... No, this is their babies, and you have no idea what somebody went through to get to, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, lots of money, lots of time, lots of energy, and then somebody says, you know, in a review or something, the burn was a little crooked. Oh, give the guy a break. (laughs) My God, you never believe what this guy went through. Uh, You know, have some compassion. Yeah. Yeah. So you agree you're going to try to have compassion going forward? I agree to nothing. Oh, all right. All right, we're going to wrap it up early. So, really? So we can go to the after show and get him back on the sales floor, and that's it. So he does work here. He does. Hard? It's a, it's a bad time to be off the floor. These guys are going crazy downstairs. Hey, Casey Carter says this was a great episode. Loved being able to compare the two cigars and hear about them. It was a great education. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid it went, you know, kind of go a little too deep and a, a little too complicated. It was bordering on coin story level. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was right there. It was a little bit of a rough start, but I think it developed into yeah. a really good all show. Right. Once you realized all the things that you wrote, you were all set. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem that happened is I started putting all these things down and then I agreed upon something else at that point and had to get the next batch. It was just a long, I got months into this and months have passed. So, uh, Hopefully, I can get a. Well, well, we will have a final product eventually, and this yeah. is the final thing. So, well, maybe the remember. final product goes out in the care package, and everybody gets <coughs> to see what the the final piece was. Yeah, maybe when I go to it, I just have them make an extra thousand of them unbanded, and we even have it before uh, it goes through the the other whole process and all that. Chat room says dementia Dave was funny today. Yeah. All right. It is what it is. All right. Let's we'll go try do the after with that show. every day. Next week, it's Christmas Day. And if you got nothing going on, it'll be here for you. So uh, some folks are giving out top cigars of 2021. We're going to tell you the top cigars of the Cigar Authority ever in history. Um, last show of the year. Uh, will be that show. We have already recorded it, and uh, we're working on the New Year's Day show. As I told you, the New so Year's Day show. So whoever won that Classic 3-Way clearly is the winner, the champion of the year. That's I think you might even said there, no, it's not the last show, because I think you didn't win that one either. I'll so. do my best to be in the chat room live while that show's airing. Okay. Um, and the following week, we will award the Cigar of the Year, 
and the new coin story. You're going to love it. Believe me, you're going to love it. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.